Today is Wednesday, October 12th, 2022. This is the Link NKY Daily Headlines Podcast. I'm Matt Spaulding. On today's episode, instead of the usual four stories, today I'll be bringing you a deep dive into HB9 and Northern Kentucky's Pilot Charter School, as reported on by Mark Payne. This is a deep dive for sure, and as such, will be broken up into two parts. Part two will be published tomorrow, Thursday, October 13th. The Link Daily Headlines podcast is sponsored by CVG Airport. CVG Airport has been serving the community for 75 years. And to celebrate this special milestone, the airport is inspiring travel once again with a year-long travel dream sweepstakes. Every month, one lucky winner is chosen to receive an airfare voucher with one of CVG's many airline partners to help make their travel dreams come true. You can learn more about CVG's 50-plus nonstop destinations and enter for a chance to win at cbgairport.com slash cbg75. A deep dive into HB9 and Northern Kentucky's Pilot Charter School, Part 1, reported on by Mark Payne. The local superintendent's advisory council approved proposed regulations to charter schools in Kentucky during a meeting in late September. The approval comes as the group still finds uncertainties around House Bill 9, which modified Kentucky's charter school law and set up a funding mechanism for charter schools. Kentucky Department of Education, KDE, Commissioner Jason Glass addressed the council during the meeting. Glass said the regulations put forward by KDE are required by law by the Kentucky General Assembly under HB 9 and are an attempt by the executive branch to comply even though the law and regulations are uncertain. Like many of you, I believe there are numerous constitutional uncertainties with HB 9, Glass said. After the approval, the proposed regulations will head to the Kentucky Board of Education during its meeting on Wednesday, October 12th. I'll make it very clear, I'm not in favor of charter schools, especially the way they're written in statute. I do not believe, especially the way it's set up in finances, that they are constitutional, said Superintendent's Council Chair Robbie Fletcher, Superintendent of Lawrence County Schools. But, as the process moves forward, it's still unclear what will happen in Northern Kentucky, which is the destination for one of the state's two pilot projects, the other being Louisville. What is House Bill 9 and how does it pertain to Northern Kentucky? In addition to providing a funding mechanism for another charter school bill passed in 2017 that allowed the schools to become a reality in Kentucky, House Bill 9 established the Kentucky Public Charter Schools Pilot Program. This requires a county school district located in a county with consolidated local government and the Board of Regents of Northern Kentucky University to solicit, review, and approve at least one charter application for a public charter school within the authorizer's jurisdiction that serves as an urban academy prior to July 1, 2023, Glass said in a presentation to the superintendent's council meeting. The authorizer is a public entity responsible for oversight of the charter school, but for an authorizer to meet the deadline, the Kentucky Board of Education, KBE, must approve the 10 regulations. In short, the regulations address enrollment preference where a student resides, district location, establishing a food program, the timeline in which an authorizer and the KBE approve a charter school application, charter school funding, which includes SEEK funding, authorizer's fees, and deadlines. Northern Kentucky University is listed as the authorizer for the pilot school in Northern Kentucky, which means they will oversee and make decisions on the project. 
they can vote to approve or deny applications for a charter school, but only if they choose to be an authorizer. They have until January 1, 2023 to decide. When the bill first appeared in the legislature in March, NKU said they didn't know anything about their inclusion. NKU was not consulted about being included as a potential charter school authorizer prior to our inclusion in HB 9, a statement from NKU said in March. Furthermore, we have not had the opportunity to fully understand what is in the bill. However, the language in the legislation does provide us the ability to study the implications before making any decisions. Should HB 9 become law, we will have conversations with the multiple stakeholders in our community about what impact charter schools would have on K-12 education in Northern Kentucky. Once the university learned of its role, it spent $5,000 lobbying to change the bill's language. Once we learned about NKU's inclusion in HB 9, we had conversations with the bill's sponsor and other legislators to discuss our role as a charter school authorizer in Northern Kentucky, said Carmen Hickerson, the Assistant Vice President of Economic and Government Relations at NKU. These conversations resulted in the bill language being amended to May from shall, giving us greater flexibility in NKU's role, Hickerson said. The reports show that from March 1st to March 31st, the NKU Foundation spent $5,000 lobbying for several bills. If NKU declines to be an authorizer, then local school boards will be required to put forward two members from each local board of a district located in a county that contains four or more local school districts. These members will become the substitute pilot project authorizer. The NKU Board of Regents meets on November 9th, but it's unclear if they'll make a decision on that date. They could call a special meeting to address it before or after that day. I feel that any district being required from an authorizer to take on a charter without any of their input is totally unconstitutional, said Mike Borchers, superintendent of Ludlow Independent Schools, during the superintendent's council meeting. He was referring to a statute that would require a school district to take on a charter school if the authorizer chooses it for the district. During the meeting, Borchers made a point that if NKU selects a district for a charter school, that district will have to use its funds for the school. However, due to language in House Bill 9, students from other districts can attend the charter, which means the local school district selected for a charter may be spending funds on out-of-district students. The authorizer would also collect a 3% fee from the district's funds. Our situation is so much more unique than the other situation in the state with the pilot projects, Borchers said. All this could affect where a potential school is located. On the House floor in March, Representative Chad McCoy, a Republican from Bardstown, the lead sponsor on the bill, noted that the bill wouldn't change much about the initial law from 2017, but it would allow smaller school districts with under 7,500 students to vote on whether or not they want a charter school. For schools above that number, the rule doesn't apply, leaving school boards at the mercy of the state on whether or not a school would be put into their district. McCoy didn't respond for multiple requests for comment. Representative Lynn Belcher, a Republican from Hopkins, is the second sponsor of the bill. Three Northern Kentucky representatives also co-sponsored the bill, Adam Caning, a Republican from Erlanger, Sal Santoro, Republican from Union, and Kim Mosier, a Republican from Taylor Mill. Despite repeated requests to the House communication staff, all declined to go on the record to help clarify any points of the bill and how it applies to Northern Kentucky. McCoy commented during the 2022 session about one particular part of the bill that seems to specifically apply to Kenton County. On page 17 and in section 3 of the bill, it reads, 
that in school districts with less than 7,500 students, a charter school application should include approval via a memorandum of understanding of the district's approval of the application. However, if the enrollment is above 7,500, then this doesn't apply, meaning a charter school application will not need to be approved by the local school district. The total enrollment of Kenton County's four independent districts is roughly 9,100. McCoy commented during the 2022 session about one particular part of the bill that seems to specifically apply to Kenton County. On page 17 and in section 3 of the bill, it reads that in school districts with less than 7,500 students, a charter school application should include approval via a memorandum of understanding of the district's approval of the application. However, if the enrollment is above 7,500, then this doesn't apply, meaning a charter school application will not need to be approved by the local school district. The total enrollment of Kenton County's four independent districts is roughly 9,100. Covington Independent has approximately 4,100. Beachwood Independent has approximately 1,500. Erlinger Ellesmere Independent has approximately 2,600. And Ludlow Independent has approximately 855. Campbell County has five independent districts that have a combined total enrollment of around 6,600. Fort Thomas Independent has approximately 3,200. Newport Independent has approximately 1,500. Dayton Independent has approximately 1,000. Bellevue Independent has approximately 660. And Southgate Independent has approximately 200. However, the bill also states that NKU has authorizing jurisdiction within any county containing four or more districts which means it could technically only be at a site in either Kenton or Campbell. While a location is still undecided, one group of local leaders said they have a preferred site for a potential charter school or a private school, but it all depends on who becomes the authorizer and if the bill applies to what they are trying to accomplish. Covington-based developer, Corporex CEO Bill Butler, has supported efforts to establish a private or charter school across from the 25-acre mixed-use ovation project. Butler sits on the managing board of Link NKY, which does not affect editorial operations. The preferred site is due to two elements. A, its close proximity to several bridges, making a commute for parents taking their children to school much easier, and B, the size and proper zoning to create a new, contemporary, state-of-the-art building, Butler said. It remains our preferred site, whether for the original private school concept or for the charter school alternative. While their main choice is the site in Newport, Butler and his team hasn't picked a site out in Kenton County. We acknowledge that the bill as written puts a limitation on the district in which the charter school can be located, Butler said. If that prevails in the end, the preferred site will not be appropriate. We do not have a site selected in Kenton County. The one in Newport seems so perfect, and the housing authority owns it. Newport could benefit from the school in greater measures than Covington. However, given Covington's endeavors to bring housing into the urban core, Covington too would greatly benefit. In January 2021, Butler approached Mike Kleins to help him bring a private elementary school to Northern Kentucky. Kleins, who served as the superintendent for the Diocese of Covington from 2009 to 2020, was the lead consultant on the private elementary school, Urban Academy. Kleins is also the Republican nominee for the 68th House District that comprises most of Campbell County along Route 8 starting in Fort Thomas. An urban academy charter school would be a publicly funded independent school under the terms of a charter with a local or national authority, which is different from a private school, Klein said. He said Urban Academy Inc. is the nonprofit created to establish, manage, and operate the private school. Now that having publicly funded charter schools is possible in Kentucky, 
the group has yet to decide whether Urban Academy will be private or a public charter. Kleins listed himself as the lead consultant for Northern Kentucky New Urban Elementary School Initiative, another name for Urban Academy on his LinkedIn profile. It's a job title he has since removed from his professional profile. I was a consultant to a private individual doing research for a privately funded academy, Klein said via email. I was not involved with the charter school legislation. Butler has been vocal in his support to bring more education options to Northern Kentucky. The mission is to provide an alternative pre-K through level 8 school with an eye to two goals, Butler said, elaborating he wants to keep young families in the area by providing an opportunity for low-income children to learn at a higher academic level. The duo worked with Lynn Shaver, who previously led a project to bring a charter school to Northern Kentucky. Shaver's efforts were fruitless due to a lack of funding for charters at the time. Then came House Bill 9. And that is the Daily Headlines podcast for Wednesday, October 12, 2022. Join us tomorrow for part two of A Deep Dive into HB 9 and Northern Kentucky's Pilot Charter School by Mark Payne. The Link Northern Kentucky Daily Headlines podcast is published Monday through Friday and can be heard on our website or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to subscribe and share. Have a comment for Link NKY? Email me, mspalding, at linknky.com. And for more on today's headlines and to see what else is happening around Northern Kentucky, visit linknky.com. <laughs>